Slaving away, working crazy hours right now. You look so glowing, gorgeous. Are you serious? Do you really mean it? Yeah, your skin is like, it looks so clear and soft. It looks like liquid. Wow, thank you. I feel like you look super pretty too. Mini. After a day of weddings and a bar mitzvah, you really had a day yesterday. Oh, I know. <sighs> Two events in one day. And I just haven't been to a traditional, like, real Jewish temple service in so long it was three hours what it was three hours how did you get how did you get through that i didn't even bring my phone i don't know i just i (laughs) i I went to a trance i'm so i like i'm inspired right now i don't think i could do that did you do bathroom breaks like no it was just three hours of straight hebrew i was like looking at the veins on the back of my hand a lot oh my god they became really entertaining at a certain point like no hate to religious ceremonies but also it's just not it's It's not not for me it's not my cup of tea totally at all i don't think it's anyone's cup of tea but it's not even my oat milk latte like it's just nothing it's just absolutely nothing for you um, speaking of which, I had one of those mornings today where like one chain of events goes wrong. One thing goes wrong and then the whole chain of events falls apart. Like I woke up at 11 a.m. and we're recording at noon. I have not slept till 11 a.m. in 10 years. I think so. I'm right now I'm working on the show Dollface comes out in the fall on Hulu. It's going to be awesome. Um, but we've had all these night shoots where we're shooting until you know, six in the morning on some days. And it is just, it's even though it's been weeks since we've had one of those late, late nights, my whole sleep cycle, like everything you know about me and my sleep has changed. I am not the person I was two years ago when we started this podcast. Like I'm taking a 20 minute nap on my lunch. Like I'm sleeping till 11 a.m. on weekends. I just feel wild. I feel manic in my sleep. You're not regimented. You're not consistent. You're all over the place. This could, in fact, be the time in my life where I commit a heinous crime. And then when you guys look back on it, you're like, oh, it's like her sleep was off. Like the signs were there. Right. But but there are some things in your life that are consistent, like your oat milk lattes. Yes. Do you still have like a prepper's amount? Yes. I have so much oat milk. If you need some, just please let me know. Have you re-upped from that? bulk barista website it's gonna be a minute before i need to re-up i really went too big last time and i had to take a break from the oatmeal because i burned out on it but now i'm back in what did you switch to i switched to for a second i was doing the califia farms barista oat milk mm-hmm. and then for another second i was doing just a straight iced americano oh i know 
Wow. That's not fun. No, that's real. It's like medicine. Yeah, it's not fun. That's just to get you through the work day. That's like my not... last question. Please. What did you do when you accidentally ordered sweetened and you had like 50 sweetened oat milks? Oh, <laughs> what did you do with all of those? I'm trying to think of what happened to those. There's did, still somewhere in your pantry. You didn't take those? I took a couple. I might have taken a couple. Some, so, yeah, I, I ordered a case of oat milk from Walmart.com, oh. and they had the photo of the right all, the right oh. oat milk, but they sent the wrong one. And it was like this customer service battle for months. They wouldn't refund me. Yeah, I, sometimes it's third party. Yes, it was. They're yeah, like, bring you, it to the store. I'm like, I can't carry this case to the store. But I think I ended up giving it to a girlfriend of mine, and she donated it for oh, me. Oh, thank God. I think that's what happened. A so stronger friend. Your sleep schedule is all over the place. But when you sleep until 11 a.m., it's because you need that. That's what I, I always find. That's true. And I also, what's changed for me is I used to do this approach where, okay, let's say I know I have to wake up at 6 a.m. on Monday. So then on Sunday, I would set my alarm for like 8 a.m. just to get me in the mood. But mm. then I've learned from night shoots, get this sleep where you can get it. Like, don't try ahead of time. Mm. Just if you can sleep to 11 that day before, do it, get the sleep, and then try your best to go to bed early on Sunday night. How do you feel about that strategy? Do you have any kind of... I always believe in the practice, but I find that it's harder. If Practicing waking up early, it, it's like if you don't have to wake up early, don't do it. It's kind of a myth almost. It's, it doesn't work. I think it's totally a myth. There's no need to practice. I, I've i been going to bed really late recently. I think screen time is just keeps me awake. It's like crack, mm-hmm. screens, that blue light. I just need to get in the habit of like plugging my phone in at the opposite side of the room. You know, yeah, yeah. The screen. What do you do? Do you take your phone into bed? I do, and I I have a couple nights where I don't do it. You know, like I'll what I'll do is I'll plug my phone in the bathroom and I'll be like, I'm just not. Especially if I don't ha- need an alarm the next morning, I keep the phone away. Um, but I'm on the phone in the bed, you know. But I did just start reading a book. Can you believe it? Wow. I just started reading a book. It's called Where the Crawdads. Do you know it? It's like a Reese Witherspoon book club book. It's hard to believe. Where the Crawdads Sing, I think it's called. It sounds familiar. It's a very pretty, like, light orange cover. Mm, Isn't the cover so key with a book? The color, especially, of that cover. Like, make it chic or get out. I just remember when I was, I used to read a lot of chiclet when I was, like, in middle school. And I would just go to, like, the chiclet section or the fiction section of the Barnes & Noble and just look for pink covers. Now, that was like my that was how I picked a book. I find the phrase chiclet very demeaning. It is a little demeaning, but I think I heard that a it's man a, say it this week and I did not like it. Okay, I hear you, but I love chiclet. What is chiclet? Chiclet to me is like really sh- like a really candy-coated beach read. It's like about a it's like a female protagonist. Maybe it's not, you know, on the I don't know, like in the New York Times review of books. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like... It's like A Mother's Gift by Britney Spears and her mom. It's fiction, I think, usually. I just remember reading these books like... A Mother's Gift is fiction. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a letter, an essay collection. That's something else. Oh. (laughs) A Mother's Gift is her... Or wait, am I getting them titles wrong? Uh, Head explodes. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. (gasps) Chiclet is, I know what you mean. I think I think it could use a rebranding. But basically it's like fiction about like a... G- give me some titles. 
I used to read this series called Confessions of a Shopaholic, later adapted into a book with Isla Fisher, and I read the whole series, and it was literally about a girl. Bridget, Bridget Jones' Diary is probably, oh, like, okay. the first, like, exemplary chiclet. Bridget Jones' Diary is an amazing series. I'm not... I'm not putting it down. It's so good. But it's like like a girl who's like can't get her love life together. Or she's addicted to food or shopping. It's like female oriented. It's like if Cosmo, if the pages of Cosmo were adapted into a novel. Hell yeah. I love Chiclet. Anyway, it's it's pretty much all I would read. Ugh, the Confessions of a Shopaholic series. It was so good. Really? Wow. Yeah. It, it took it was all UK based. I think the adaptation with Isla Fisher was like it was like she was like an American girl in it. Mm-hmm. But I learned so much about like British brands and like British makeup from reading it. Oh, so good. Wow. Yeah, I know. I remember reading this one book called Jemima J about a girl who was super overweight. And then she a British girl who was super overweight. I feel like I read a lot of British chiclet. And then she basically gets trigger warning she gets i think she like has gets an eating disorder and she like loses a bunch of weight and then she like her world changes and like everyone's super nice to her and she's like not eating anything i just remember she would have lemon water every morning oh but no. then she I like, like this then she really finds a middle ground you. and then she and then she <laughs> and then she gains back some of the weight and then she's a lot happier this like this book changed the course of your life i'm just i i just it's really alarming that i was reading that stuff when i was like 12 and 13 because i loved to read and i had little to no parental supervision about what i read i had the same experience with tv like i was watching sex in the city what felt like i shouldn't at a time i shouldn't be watching on hbo or tbs hbo wow so there was titty in that and curse words. Yeah, like I remember sitting and watching full sex scenes with my parents right there. And I'm just like, this isn't... Would they make it awkward? Would they be like, oh, Esther, cover your eyes? If they would just be like... No, which I actually think would make it less awkward. They made it awkward by doing nothing. Wow, your parents are like freaks. They raised me as a full adult by like starting at age two. I was like, had a suitcase and went to work. Totally. <laughs> you had no buffer childhood period. Except, yeah, I... Uh, do you ever watch Undressed on MTV? What is that? That was like thinly veiled softcore porn that would air late at night on MTV and Christina Hendricks from Mad Men was on it. Oh, did you ever watch the Bunny Ranch reality show on HBO? Oh, I wish. Girl, you really Dennis wish. Hoff. Yes. May he rest in peace. I know. Rest in power. Political, Dennis Rest in power. King. <gasps> He's a political, political player. What a creepy... Oh, my I friend just, Mitchell definitely went to his funeral. Why? How? Mitchell is to just what honor? he's a journalist and he he quote runs the D list beat. He I mean his story about China the rest her stories about China the wrestler's funeral. I'll like never I need a link ASAP. That sounds so great. I know. Have you ever met my friend Mitchell? No, he sounds like us. You would <laughs> he's amazing. He he yeah, he was yeah, he was canceled for for something okay he, so he's he's been there the he's been there and shifts. back <laughs> there and back he's been to the dark side he's been back but uh i love him he's a great guy but um I, if i remember correctly at china's funeral like someone brought her urn out and they, everyone like did a group singing of like every step you take or something by the police like and saying it to china's purple urn i have to i'll, oh, I'll text is, him for the specifics that on that. really bums me out no i'm gonna text him for the specifics and i'll read it by the end of the episode um i would like to put a feeler out there to gloomy's listening if you have good book recommendations i know i've asked this a million times but i have a more specific ask and that is that i've learned i like 
what some may call a page turner. I like a book that is exciting and bad not blood. not boring. Read the Bad Blood book. It's a fucking page turner. Really? It's so good. Okay. Oh, Gone Girl. Did you ever read Gone Girl? I did read Gone Girl. That's kind of like the that's genre. That's my one big book I read. That's last a major, decade. That's a mage page turner. A okay. mage pager. I'm also curious from Glomies, do you read? Like, does everyone but me read? I, I don't know. I do a lot. I talk a lot about reading in my stand-up because I just am, you know, not a reader. And I feel like I cannot be the only one. That oh, need- Girl on the Train. That's a really good page turner. Okay. That's just like, did you like Gone, Gone Girl? Yes, of course. You must read Girl on the Train. And you should read Middlesex. I feel like everyone loved Middlesex. I've never read it, but people, like, loved it. Caroline, let me ask you. Are you just, like, reading every night? What's going on here? No, not at all. But I'm, I'm a reading enthusiast. Wait, Mitchell already texted me back. I'm sorry. Her manager ran across the stage with her bedazzled urn. Oh. So I kind of got it wrong. And then I do want to point out that the last time Mitchell texted me yesterday, just this. Just saw Debbie Rowe Jackson at a Costco. I have never been more starstruck. Wow. I know. I know. He's legit. And then, oh, Coolio performed with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Sorry. I'm just recounting what happened. At... Am I reading every night? No. I'm certainly not reading every night. Okay. But I try to I try to keep abreast. Like, how often are you reading a book? I go through phases. Like, yeah. I'm about to go on this trip. I'll be reading a ton, I'm It's sure. all about those phases. It's all about those phases, you baby. Know? Maybe I'm, the three consistency days. Consistency is overrated. The three days where I'm drinking all the water I need and then the three months where I don't. Where's all, your jug today? The jug is the jug is sitting ho- at home by the fire. I know. My jug, she's, I think I got carpal tunnel, or as I like to call it, carpal karaoke tunnel, <laughs> from lugging around my 128-ounce jug. My jug is a little smaller than yours. My jug has a strap, though. We call it a jerse in the jug community. <laughs> you have you have a major jug accessory. <gasps> the strap is key. Just I putting know, it out there. The hydro jug and its strap are wonderful. Well, but, you know, I'm taking a beat. I know. Phases. Hashtag phases. Hashtag phases. I also can't really carry, bring the jug home. It's really a work item because I can't, what am I refilling my jug with my tiny Brita? No, you have to be near like a major source of purified water with that jug. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's stressful. Like I can't just like bring it to a restaurant and like ask them to refill it. (laughs) You know. It's not exactly cute to ask someone for a gallon of water. I'm sorry. I do have to read this, Mitchell. Yeah, you do. Okay. So at China's funeral, her manager, as I said, ran across the stage with her bedazzled urn. Coolio performed with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. The choir sang All Star. Because China and Smash Mouth had the same manager. <gasps> Coolio gave a speech against drugs. <gasps> and then China, oh, this one's a little dark. So, someone that hurt China apologized, like in a speech. And then Dennis Hoff <gasps> screamed at him from the crowd. So. What was their connection? Do we know? Why were China and Dennis Hoff? I don't know. You know, they just ran and they could understand each other, I bet, on like a deep level. Ugh, but, it is, that is just. Everything about her funeral really makes me feel sad. <laughs> I'm just laughing at land. <laughs> Them singing all Coolio leading a rendition of All Star with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir while Dennis Hoff is heckling from the crowd and someone's toting around her bedazzled urn. Esther, I hope our wedding to each other is on that level. <laughs> Who is responsible for that, though? It just... I don't know. It makes me feel... Icky? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, but it's it's also fun. Yeah. And that will be our wedding. Yeah, totally. Esther, would you have a food truck at your wedding? I... I get really, like, um, 
not choked up, but like, what is it when you're like dodging the question when people ask you about a wedding? Okay. It is just not, I can't even, I can't, I'm at the place where I can't even answer a normal question. Like what you just asked was so innocent. No, it's, it's, it's overwhelming for you. At one minute, I, there was one point where I was like, maybe Chipotle will cater it for the bride's guests and maybe the groom will have something else. (laughs) Just have two separate weddings. (laughs) I just don't see a wedding. I honestly am at the point where I don't see a wedding happening. Yeah. Perfect. At least in this calendar year. Okay. Unless, uh, if there's a Are glow we, me out there. The who Gregorian wants? calendar, not the Mayan, the Mayan calendar. <laughs> the U.S. The U.S., the normal calendar. Got it. Um, would you have a food truck at your wedding? I, I, yeah, what would be like the ultimate food flex? In and out? I know, right? It's kind of in and out. But that's like the Oscars have kind of made that their thing. Oh, um, what would be a great a poke Brazil po- kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just gets a, a Brazil kiss latte. I definitely was. I will admit that I chose Brazil kiss for my food truck week because it was the cheapest. Re- is oh really? Yeah, I'll admit that's fine. Yeah. What does your food truck week mean? When on alone together, when oh. it was like our week to get a food truck. I that by the way that's my favorite food truck because when that shows up I know I can get something whereas with the other more fancier food trucks it's a little bit more complicated. I remember someone was like, "Well, there's a pizza where and it comes in a fire truck and the pizza slides down the pole." And I was like, "I'll go for the coffee one, thanks. <laughs> I'll I'll be fine with that." It's a we're at work. I think the coffee truck is the move. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, that's a yes. I am so. There's so much to talk about. I'm so addicted to sweet green right now. I feel like we talked about that last week, though. Yeah, I do. I'm. I really want to try that dressing that you recommended. <sighs> Chipotle. No, the me. cilantro, lime, cilantro, lime, jalapeno, vinaigrette. Speaking of jalapeno cilantro, did you try the Frontera salsa I told you? No, about? I. I just Esther told me about a salsa that I must try, and I had it in my cabinet. I can't unopened. believe that. It's so good. Even Dave was like, "This is amazing. This is the best salsa. You found it. This is the one." Oh my god, I just bought chips today at Trader Joe's so I can have some tonight. Okay. It's really good. It won't be spicy enough for you, but I think you'll get down with the you'll get down with the taste. Oh, that sounds so good. And they do have it at Thrive Market. Oh. Sounds so good. So freaking good. Ooh, I've I ugh. What else is going on in our world? I know. You're working so much. Yes. Um, I'm shooting the show. It's all, it's so cool and fun, and I wish I could say more, but I can't. Just oh. tune in. Just tease us, why don't you? <laughs> um, have you seen Rocket Man yet? No, have you? I'm going to see it today. You are? I'm so excited. I really do. I- do you see Aladdin? No. Do I need to? Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Why wouldn't you see every Disney musical? It's like they're made. They're consumerist crack. We must see them. You're right. You're right. You know what? I don't have that much time to see movies right now. I saw Booksmart last weekend. I thought it was cool. Like, I got to pick and choose. Yeah, I get that. Booksmart's probably a better choice if you have to choose between the two. Um, I'm going to watch... I think I'm going to watch a classic movie tonight oh and my summer classic movie series that i'm just inventing right now as In, i'm speaking you should go into a cemetery and bring your own projector 
You should start a rival Synespia. Oh my god. Like Oh yeah, at a really bad Gross, cemetery, dingy, like stinky cemetery. Like people are half dug up, totally, with a projector on the side of. Because by the way, Cinespia, that shit's expensive. For really? people who don't know, Cinespia is in the summer they do a a movie at the cemetery, and they co- it costs like twenty five, thirty five bucks or something. It's a lot. Thirty bucks. It's so much, and they play old classic movies. Um, I would. They, I saw they were gonna do Rear Window. I was like, okay, maybe I'll attend that if I haven't missed it already. Or at Estropia, <laughs> <laughs> you can do any movie you want. I one time had the luxury of going with someone who had the like the VIP experience at Cinespia. What does that even mean? It's it's like an, you don't have to wait in the line. <sighs> I did not earn this. I was someone's <laughs> plus one. I want to be really clear. You don't have to wait who in the line. Was it? Like they golf cart you. It was probably a list celebrity. Ramos. Oh, and they cart you to like the area and then there's a specific area like in the front that's cordoned off that they pre-place with like pillows and blankets and like a mat like it's all set up and like even like a, I think like trays and stuff for your food Ugh. so it's like all done I mean and then once once I experienced that it's like now that I know for example that people can go to Disneyland and you can get like front of the line passes yeah. like I don't even want to go to I haven't even experienced that and I can't go back to the regular Disneyland it's true I when we were working for Freeform I got that and it was so yeah. awesome but I will say Disneyland is oh no I, Why? Uh, be careful look I am I'm a nostalgia queen I am obsessed with trying to pretend I'm 10 years old again like I get all of that. I love the cheesiness. But there's something about Disneyland I don't quite understand the hype and the obsession. In particular, when I'm going on rides like where, like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So good. What are you talking about? It's You're literally amazing. in a boat and there's like, it's technology from the 1950s. Damn straight it is. But those animatronics, they're cool. They're they're the best animatronics. I think that there's like a drug thing going on here that I don't know about. Like, do people just get high and then they love it? No, it's Disneyland. It offers the ultimate in theme park experience where others may try. If you go to a theme park today, 95% of the rides and stuff are like screens with like a moving chair or some mm, like okay, cra- like where Disneyland offers the three sixty degrees fully realized, like the best in theme parks and what they have to offer. See, I love a screen and a moving chair because then I know if I get scared, I can just close my eyes and I'm just in a moving chair. Whereas I love a fully realized theme down to the studs and down to the trash cans, where it's like the theme of the world. You know, I was with the wrong people. You I know, need to go with you. Yeah, you got to see it through my eyes. Yes, because I'm. Trust me. We'll go there. You you know what? This is where I get tripped up because the person I'm engaged to is not the person I want to spend my life with because the person I want to spend my life with is you. I want to see the world with you. Through my my just weird eyes. Look, once you go with me to Disneyland and you see me just... Absolutely cavelling over the tra- the themed trash cans. Dude, yes. Then I get yeah. into it. But I, I will say I was with my mom and I was with Dave. And them together is not – there's a little anxiety on my shoulders I'm when I'm with a parent and a it. lover. It doesn't – That's a lot. It's and not my threesome. Theme. Like that three – you know, two's company, three's a crowd. But yeah. just leave it at that. Although I will say I didn't realize this, but our guide went on all, all the rides with us. Oh. So it was like me and Dave and then my mom in and our guide in like a little little mermaid 
clamshell. I'm so jealous that you guys got to go on the Little Mermaid ride. Our guide guy was fucking awesome. I miss him to this day. Like the animatronics on that Little Mermaid, from what I've seen in many YouTube videos, are so multidimensional and move at like every joint and they have that smooth movement. Go to Knott's Berry Farm and see what they have there, okay? Caroline, we need to get married. (laughs) It's so obvious. It's so obvious. This love story ends with us having a Disney wedding (gasps) on a reality show. (gasps) (laughs) It's so, if I let myself be the full Disney freak I am inside, Mm -hmm. I would be getting married at Disneyland. No, we'd live in Celebration, Florida. Do you know what that is? Is that that's like what the Florida Project? That's like where that takes place, right? I don't know what's that. It's like that movie that came out two years ago about like the kids that live in the apartment complex near Disneyland. Whoa! Do I need to watch that? The Florida Project? Oh yeah, you should watch it. It's good. I don't see anything. I'm just like Wait living with my eyes closed. Celebration Florida is like the uh, the town. It's like the basically the oh. town that's like owned by Disney or something. So you have to like follow Disney rules to live there or something crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably incredibly racist, just a guess, but I have no idea. I there's this one there's this one person I went to high school with. I I don't want to say their name and blow up their spot, but they were like always like I want to be an imagineer, that's my only dream. I they I were think like I knew someone like that too. Well, but to be an imagineer, I think you have to be like a really talented like engineer or like a coder like and it didn't quite work out for him and he basically has still stayed committed to the Disney life, but worked his way up through middle management at the Florida hotels. There's nothing and wrong with that. Love that. And stayed, like, as obsessed with Disney, but, like, not as an Imagineer. And following this person on Facebook, I'm going to read you one of their statuses. It brings me so much joy because his whole life is committed to, like, every Disney detail you could ever imagine. Like, he'll be like, I finally tracked down the recording of, like, this song that plays when you're waiting in line at Splash Mountain. It was almost impossible. Like, it's like that. I I, I love that because you have a life where you, uh, you have direction. You're devoted to something. Yes, there's This something. is what I always say. I wish I was in a cult because I would have someone, like, just showing me where to go, what to do at all times. 100%. I need I, to find God. <laughs> you, need, you need religion in your life. Uh, that's for sure. You really fucking need some religion. Uh, oh, my God. I... Uh, I I just want to go to Disneyland with you right now. So I know, badly. me too. Let's and then just... I'm going to propose to you and make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my with god! With the ring that Dave gave me. <laughs> why don't we? Why aren't we wearing? Ma- <laughs> why aren't we wearing matching ears? Right now, knuckle deep in each other's genitals. That's it. I'm going to reach out to the publicist at Freeform hey. where my show was canceled over a year ago. Hey! <laughs> so, um, actually, well, how are you going? <laughs> How's it going? How's your summer? Oh, Esther, please do. What can we... Should I... Should I just take get a job as like a janitor at Freeform or yeah. something? Like, or just a janitor at Disneyland? Like, what can I do? What? Can I do to make this dream happen? Oh, wait, Hulu is owned by Disney now. I have to have. You're s- still in. I'm in. I'm back in, baby. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Okay, so I think this is a him in Florida. When we, I tried this cone several weeks back, I was disappointed to find that the raspberry soft serve was a sorbet consistency that lacked the creamy <laughs> softness of Dole Whip. That's Who like the a fuck f- is this guy? I want to fuck him right now. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> They've since replaced it with the same raspberry Dole Whip that they serve at Disneyland's Tropical Hideaway. Where is he talking about? And you can about? order a swirl off menu. Where is he? Ta- this is in Florida. That's in Florida. I mean, 
I'll I'll send you more screenshots of this person's content. It's it's just so it's just so fucking good. I it's love just, this person. I know it's just so good. Oh, anyway, I love again when someone is devoted and they're specific. I get it. I'm with you. I like it. Unlike us, and unlike you with oat milk, <laughs> lattes, I bike respect. shorts. Game recognized Kylie. game. Have you? Were you tempted at all to buy Kylie skin? I strategically stayed away from certain links and certain reviews because I was like, I can't get back into this. No, I, I don't have the time. No, I don't have the resources and the, the time. Finances. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I no. think it's borderline irresponsible to put out a skincare set. I think she's like crazy now. I mean, crazy smart and crazy rich. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like when the liquid argue? lipstick goes as well as it does, you got to just keep going with it. Why wouldn't you? She's and only I, human. I just can't. Here's the thing. For me, the skincare, I know it's going to have ingredients that I'm not into. Maybe there's a world where it's all natural and I would like it, but I just don't think that's the case. I just find it so... I think the packaging is also a little bit of a miss. It's not perfect. It's cute. It's almost there, but it's not enough to make me need it. So, sorry. Skincare is like medical. Mm-hmm. Like we're this is like people's skin. Like yeah. some people have like really fucked up bad acne or really fucked up dry skin. And if they're blindly worshiping you and spending $150 on your skincare set, like that probably like isn't the best thing for their skin. Like they should get like real gentle good natural skincare i am honestly feeling that we can sue her for malpractice at this point because she's basically acting as a doctor by telling us what to do with our skin do you want to do you want to burn each other's skin and then claim that kylie did it yeah let me punch you in the face punch me as hard as you can please punch me first well esther all right we gotta wrap it up yeah we do we also have to this is the first that we are going to warn everyone, we have a big warning, that we are taking a little bit of a break. And it's not you guys. It's not you. Okay, it's not your fault. It's just mommy and daddy. Daddy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, son. We've we've tirelessly provided glowing up for you guys for years. Sure, there's been a couple re-releases in there, but who's counting? True. But everyone needs a break to recharge, to regroup. So we can come back and hopefully give you the glowing up you deserve. And we're going to keep it real. We don't know at this time when we're coming back. I wish that I could sit here and say like, oh, we're definitely going to be back two months. Don't worry about it. And. No, I don't want, look, as much as I wish there was an underlying drama about this, you know, behind the scenes, Caroline and Esther, they just couldn't, they couldn't be in the same room. I wish to God that was the case, but I'm sure it's evident here as it is for you, as uh, for us as it is for you. We are, we're alive and kicking. Oh, more in love than ever. We, (laughs) (laughs) things are good. All is good. And we also love the gloamies still. It's just that we both have full time full-time careers outside of this podcast and when we started it we were working at the same job and we were huge losers yes for i want to say two years we were basically at the same job and it was a lot easier for us to do a podcast together when we were together all day and you know we've been trying and it's it's just it has been a challenge 
And it's we, all scheduling. It is all scheduling. That's the bottom That's line. That's it. That's the bottom line. If you guys, if any of you can invent like a Hermione style time traveling device mm. that allow us to be in more than two places at once, then let us know and we can keep doing the podcast. Yeah. But until that device is invented. Yeah. And I do think that both of us have potential other, you know, side projecty things coming out on our own. And then this look, I'm now I'm just rambling. No, the point is that stay tuned for more magic from Esther and Caroline. Yeah. And let's just cherish the good times we had on Glowing Up. And we have a couple more episodes left. So this is just your warning. Just a warning. Just, you know, prep. Prep yourself. Get all the oat milk you need. Put on like a diaper. Um, anyway, so that's it for today. I also do want to just plug that I have some stand updates coming up yes. in Portland, in Seattle, in Denver, in New York. So you can get tickets to those via my Instagram which is at Esther Monster. You guys follow Caroline at porkchop.biz. Or don't. Because that makes sense, her name. I'm going to change it right now. No, don't. What? Okay, I'll keep it. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being a fucking loyal ass Glomi. Because if you. you're listening to this, you made it a long way. And we thank you. We salute you. God bless you. We respect you. Yep. Um, thank you for being here, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Podcast Network.